Okay, today's daf is daf chet, and we begin from the Gemara now. We went over the Mishnah yesterday. We saw how various people tried to bring certain things into Eretz Yisrael and they were turned back. And we'll discuss them today. So Tana Rebichia, Gazra Alein Bichzirun Lekomam. The first case was Nitai Ishtakua. He bought Chala Mibaytur from Chutzaretz. They didn't accept it. And what happened? They sent him back. Okay? So the Gemara says, and I'd have to take Chala back with him to Chutzaretz. That's what it sounds like. The Gemara, however, says, Amara Babar Zabda Ifshar. Ifshar means like Efshar. It's impossible they sent him back. Meaning, what can you do with this challah from Chutzar that came to Eretz Yisrael? You can't consume it. Because since it was Gozer Tuma on Chutzaretz, and despite the fact, yes, this is challah Chutzaretz that could have been consumed in Chutzaretz, fine. But when it came to Eretz Yisrael, they will see challah that came from Chutzaretz. They'll think it's Tameh. And they're saying, oh, we, the challah, the challah's tummy is nechelet. Le sorfa, they can't burn it in at, in atayachol. Shelo yomru ra'inu truma tahora nisrefa. Because, other than the, because it's a xeromidarabanan, really, this tumat chutzaretz, we can't burn it now in Eretz Israel because people say, oh, we saw truma tahora can simply be burnt. Lach siralim komav. So, unlike the bright of the broad bar of Chia, that he said, you can't send it back to chutzaretz. Because the problem is you're not allowed to export truma or chala. And the problem is if we send him back home, people think, oh, truma can be exported. So, hey, Ketzad, so what do you do with this chala? It can't be eaten. It can't be burnt. It can't be sent out back to Chutzaretz. So the solution for that is, you leave it till Erev Pesach and it's chametz and it's burnt with all the other leftover truma and chala and the like that they didn't get a chance to, in other words, and that's the time where there's mutar to burn, even if it's tar. Okay? That's that solution. I'm Rabbi Shimon Gamli. I'm at Shimon ben Kahana Shotei Yain Shel Truma Ba'ako. She'amar zehuva mekilikia v'gazur aleya u'shtoito besvina. So this is very interesting. What happens? He saw Shimon ben Kana drinking wine of truma in Akko. What? She'zehamar, what happened is that this came from Kilikia. Now Kilikia, there's a discussion exactly what that is. Either it's a place in Chutzaretz or it was a place in Eretz Israel that was conquered by the Mitz, by Ole Mitzrayim and Ole Babel. That's where Rasulio explains it. V'gazur aleya v'shatio besvina. They said no. You have to drink in the boat. Now, what's the habamina that's going on here? Uh, Reb Chaim says, Kazakar shekvar nichnas l'tchum ako, ele shloi tiru lo lohri dola ako ulishtoto ele besvina. They didn't let him take it off the boat, and he had to drink it on the boat itself. Okay? So the question is, the ain, so, but if you remember, we were talking about the borders of, like, the maritime borders of Eretz Israel. That if it's, it doesn't matter if it's in the dock, if it, and it hasn't gone off the boat, you're still in Eretz Israel. So the Gemara then asks, But one second, isn't it a problem that what people think that you know, he's eating it on the boat? You're eating now Truma, Chutzaretz, in Eretz Israel. So the answer is, So what does that mean? Rukhaim says, Meaning it hadn't yet reached Akko. So what does it mean hadn't yet reached Akko? So the Gemara explains. So in other words, it hadn't docked Akko. It hadn't reached Akko yet. Okay. So, so the question is, where did he drink it? Is it? If it's Minachut Velachutz or Minachut Velipnim. Well, now that Chut is referring to the maritime border. That we said is from Haramana all the way to Nachal Mitzrayim. So was it already, did he cross it yet? Or he didn't cross it yet? 
So Gemara says, minachut balachut. We have to assume it hadn't yet came into Eretz Yisrael. That's why it was still like if it was in Chutzlaretz. Okay. So Amr Yohanna says, no. You can still say that he actually had crossed into Eretz Yisrael proper. However, So read Reb Chaim. He says that the whole concern about, you know, that people think you can be trim Israel, and that's what would be Asur. They says, Besvina lo chashush lamaradayim. No one choshesh for that. Deinu nirek hashoto ba'aretz. Because it doesn't appear like he's drinking in Eretz Israel. So that's why, even if he crossed that maritime border, they still permitted him to drink that. The Xer didn't apply, and therefore he couldn't drink it. Okay? Let's continue. So this, uh, when, when, when is the incident of, of, of um, the Shimon Ben Kahana, as we mentioned in the Mishnah? So we say that was Bimei um, Rebel That was in time of the Rebel Yezer. As we see in this problem case, we have the incident, we have Shimon Kana and Rebel Yezer together. Not the Mishnah, it's a previous case in the Gemara. I read here Shimon Ben Kahana. So let's continue. Rabbi Shimon Ben Kabar Kahana, have a Lila Rebel He was supporting Rebel Yezer as he was walking. Avrun al Khad Sayeg. Now, the reason why I bring this is to prove the chronology here. The Rashimokana was in the time of Rebeliezer. Okay. So, Avrun al Khad Sayeg, you might have passed one offense. Okay. A gedder. Amale Aiti Khad Kisam Nichtse Shine. Can you break off me a little toothpick so I can uh, clean my teeth? I've got something stuck in my teeth. Khazabamar, and then he retracted. He says, No, Khazabamar, Lord Taiti Liklum, don't bring me anything. So, Amar de in Ati Kol Bene Barnash, or Barnash Miavid Ken. Because what's going to happen if I take a toothpick, someone else is going to take a toothpick, and someone else is going to take a toothpick, and before long there'll be no fence left. Okay? Now, what's important importantly here, why was he Chozeb Amar? Reb Chaim says as follows, If the whole world starts taking you for one little toothpick, Despite the fact that really it's mutar to take a toothpick, because a balabai is not going to care about a little bit of a wood, a little uh, toothpick that's sort of sticking out of his fence anyway. Nonetheless, He, in other words, he took on a midah chasidut. In other words, Mikardin, the Baalabite doesn't care. Midah he changed his mind and says no. However, Masamach Lerebizira, so Reb Chagai was spawning Rebizira, Avarachad, Ta'in Chad, Muvli de Kisim. So he passed one person who was carrying this, um, that uh, he was carrying a bundle of kiss, Kismin, like a kindling, if you like small chips. So I'm really, Kisim, bring me one of these uh, little toothpicks. So Nichet Sheni, that I can take, I can, I can clean my teeth. And it changes my don't take, don't give me anything. Because if the in ati, if every other person does what I'm doing, the guy's gonna have no uh, kindling toothpicks left, and that will be a bad thing. Now that adds as follows: don't think the Rebbe Zira was like we had the case of Rebbe Shuman Barkana before. That he was acting b'midat chasidut, elamile diyotzran. You've got yitzran here, but yotzran shamalan n'avdinan. Meaning he was doing mile diyotzran. Who's yotzran? Yotzran is a creator. He felt it was a dindoraita. Meaning, I read your Rebbe Chaim, elamitzvah tabore. Mile diyotzran is mitzvah tabore. Shomea hu Rebbe Zira vosekim mitzvah to. That he, and he, that he felt this was the bare bones halacha, not to take it. He holds, he thought that Mikardin, this is a Mishum Gezel. 
Because he thought in that situation, taking the toothpicks of the guys carrying this uh, this this um, load of like kindling, that would actually be stealing. It's not like the case of the fence. Okay, let's continue. Now, the second case in the mission was Anche Al Cassandra. We saw the people of Alexandria brought also Khala from Alexandria. Also, Machotzar tried to bring it to Israel. But Loki blew my they didn't accept it. Now, what's interesting here, we had two cases in the Mishnah. We had the Chala from the Ishtakoa, they brought from Beitur, and we also, the people of Alexandria bring the Chala from uh, Alexandria. Okay? Now, when he began the Gemara, we saw Tanya Rebbe that the, when they said they didn't accept it, it means he sent the people of the, the, the Nata Ishtakoa, he sent, them to, he sent him to take the Chala back. The question is, Rebbe Chia didn't seem to comment on the second case of Alexandria. Did he relate to them in the same way? Did he explain the mission in the same way that they were actually sent back with their chaler in hand? So, So, Odhi, indeed, it lay the gazra lehem the chazrum. Indeed, yes, he also explains, according to that case as well, that the gazra, when they said they didn't accept it, they sent them an about face and sent it all the way back. All right, which again, we saw in our Gemara, that Rav Babar Zavda said you couldn't do that because otherwise people think you can take, you can export Chala or you can export Truma. And therefore, if you remember the solution that we just saw in the beginning of this year, Rav Babar Zavda, is that to leave it to Arab Pesach for it to be done. Okay. Next case. That's the next case. Okay. That they brought Bikurim. So that's the first of the seven, first fruits from one of the seven species. They brought it to Yerushalayim. They brought it to Yerushalayim. And maybe meant to give it to, there's a whole procession. We'll learn about Mitzvah Shem in uh, two Mitzvah's time. <clears throat> but they brought it before the, the Shavuot. And what happened? The Loki Bloom then accepted. So Tamantaninan, Emim Mikurin Mashkin. Ah, sorry. There was another case in the mission as well that we saw the Yosef Konyavi Bikurav Yain Veshemen. That was the next case. He brought it in wine and oil and also the Loki Bloom They didn't accept it from him. Now the question is as follows. We have a Mishnah that says, You can't bring Bikurim in a liquid form. But the Mishnah continues, Ella, except for, I'll just get the last one here, Ella, except for what comes out of oil, uh, olives and grapes, which is oil and wine. So the question then is, how does that Mishnah work with our Mishnah? Our Mishnah says, it didn't accept the olive and wine form. Okay. So where it says in the Mishnah, we've got another Mishnah that says you can. So Amr Mishazaku Which means Rebliaza understands is what does it mean that you when it says Ain Mevi Bikrim Mashkim Ella Mina It doesn't mean the Baalim when they bring it, they can bring it as wine or oil. But rather, it's thrown to the Kohanim. Once they receive the Bikurim, they have to eat it in its fashion, in its form. But the only things that can change its form, meaning to, to a liquid extract, is wine and oil. So he says, you misunderstood the mission. The mission is talking about the people who bring the Bikurim, but it's talking about the Kohanim who accept it. That's where Rebbe Leezer understands it. Okay? It's a bit like, uh, because of Mushum, it's a bit like with Truma. I'll read you... Um, it's a bit like we saw with Truma that there are limitations what a coin can do with Truma. 
they're not allowed to start pressing out the tamarim they received. Why mishum said who the truma? Because it's considered wasting truma. It's not considered a, a proper juice. If you do that, it's considered like just a moisture that comes out of it. But Allah, on that case, the ratio talks about if a coin receives truma, the only thing you can turn into a liquid form is oil and wine. So therefore, Rebeleza says, well, the Seifam is talking about the same thing. It's talking about the recipient, meaning the coin. He can only change his Bikurim into liquid form of oil and wine. However, Vahatani, but we've got a different right to this, is as follows. It says, Darach Bikurim, Mashke Laviya, Minayn Shiavi, Tamalomatavi. So we see that there's an extra word in the Pasuk, Tavi. It says, Rishib Grad Matcha Tavi Beit Hashem Elokecha. Well, it says, Rishib Rishib Grad Matcha, it's referring to the fruit. But then it also says Tavi. You've got extra, extra ribuin understanding in the Pasuk. It means Tavi Mikomakom. So the brighter seems to imply that if it's been turned into a liquid form, nonetheless Tavi, you can bring it Mikomakom. So the question, how did now resolve it? We've got one side that seems to say, well, he was turned back. Another side seems to, seems to suggest that, in other words, you can't bring an oil and wine. And now we're seeing brighter that seems to suggest you can bring an oil and wine. So tifta shalakta mishar rishon almanaken, vakant lo lakta mishar rishon almanaken. In other words, there's a difference between what the person's intentions was when they when they actually selected the bikurim. Okay. In other words, a reader of chaim. In other words, brighter says the brighter merabi demi mafilu mashkin. The brighter that says you can even bring it bikurim as wine and oil. That's mishalaktan mishar rishon laso mashkin. That's if it was initially picked aldat to do that. Where they turned them back because they brought oil and wine, where they didn't initially pick it with that intent. And then only after they changed their mind. Okay? In other words, so it seems to be Machlok Rebelezer and what we see, the, the conclusion of the Gemara, Rebelezer says, you can never be broken with wine and mashkim. However, the conclusion we've just seen now, according to the Gemara, means you can bring bikurim as wine or oil, provided that when it was selected and, and picked, it was al-dat lasotken. Okay? And what was the issue in our Mishnah? The issue in our Mishnah was that they didn't intend initially do that. They picked the seeds and picked the grapes and changed their mind. Look, you know, we bring bikurim, most will turn into wine. That, they turned them around. Okay, next case. Now this, if you recall, this is another case that he brought, this is referring, this is referring, referring to Ben Titas. Uh, sorry, Yosef Gengadol, sorry, my mistake. Who, who He also brought his sons and his, and his wife and the like, the whole family to do Pesach Katan, Pesach Katan with Pesach Shein Yerushalayim. And they turned him around, Shaloi Yikvah Hadavah Chova. So we'll explain this Gemara now. Now it seems to be a machlok at how we understand the Inyan of Pesach Sheni. Is it a chil? Who is it on as a chil? Etc. So clearly it's Ikhil Van Kvarim, but the question is about Nashim as well. So Ati Commander Amra must be that our Mishnah, where they turned them around and said, no, you shouldn't bring your wife along. For Pesach Sheni, it must be according to the opinion, as we'll see, that Pischan Shel Nashim Rishut, that this, this literally literally means there's no Chil for women to do a Korban Pesach, but it's only a Rishut, meaning they can be part of it. By the way, Rabbi Chaim explains it, is that it, this is referring to Pesach Rishon is a Rishut, and therefore Pesach Shein it's Asa for them to be part of it. And therefore that's the reason why they turned them back. When he when he brought his B'nai Beitel, meaning he brought his wife as well to do Pesach Shein, that's why he turned them back, because it's that opinion that says it's Asa for them to do so. Datani, as it says, Ha'isha Pesach Rishon 
meaning she can bring Pesach Rishon, meaning Korban, on her own. She has a chiyuv, just like a man does, so she can bring on her own. She is meaning it's not a chorba, it's a reshut. So therefore she can't bring it on her own, but she's able to be part of a Pesach Sheni. Okay? Rabbi Yosef says, that, um, that Isha can, is a chiyuv, the writer, she's, uh, she's a mechaiv to also do Pesach Sheni on her own. Okay. Um, question here means a few little Shabbos. If, if there's um, Gra takes it out, but let's continue. If she's Pesach Sheni on her own, she's a chiyuv on obviously Pesach Rishon. The Bishulma Menalazar, however, says it says Omer Haisha Oser Pesach Rishon Tefela Lacharim that even according to Rabbi Shimon Menalazar that even Pesach Rishon she doesn't have a chiyuv. She's only Tefela to Rishon. She can only be part of another like a family's Koran Pesach. They know Pesach Sheni, but she, she's not. She does not. Not even a Rishon. She cannot do Pesach Sheni. Okay, that's a three-way machlok in terms of chiyuv of Nashim. So now we have to understand what's the basis of the machlok. It says my time at the Rebbe Meir. So it says Ish Se Lebeit Avot. Now, what's interesting here, if I read the Pasuk, there's some extra wording here. So you've got to bring a selabaitavot, selabite. So there's an additional selabite going on here. So what's selabaitavot, belabite? Now, what's very important here is this Pasuk actually actually doesn't seem to uh, refer to Pesach Shani, refers to Pesach Rishon. However, the way the Mepharshim is explaining is since the Pesach Rishon was relearned from a different Pasuk, therefore they were Dorish, this Pasuk to be referring to Pesach Shein. Okay? So therefore, Ish Selabait, so Selabait, I read Reb Chaim here, he says, the Selabait um, is Yeteruhu, but Darish Lekulukra Pesach Shein, whole thing, Deilu Pesach Rishon, Nefila Midrchtiv, Mechsat Nefashot, like explained to you. So the first part of the Pasuk is that's referring to Sharim. The second additional Selabite means Lanashim. So Selabite is a chiyuv, and the additional word is Selabite is saying, oh, and if you like, you can do the women as well. So that's Likvoa Rishut Lanashim. Okay? That's where Reb Meir understands it. So my time the Rabbi Yossi that says it's a chiyuv for Nashim Pesach Sheni. She says, Ish Selabite. So, selabait will ishto kagufo. So, um, sorry, the beta vot. So, it's a kosher can labait. So, that's a pasuk. It's actually selabaita vot, meaning because a pasuk refers to selabaita vot, which is referring to the rest of mishpacha, well, that's kavachomer ishto, because ishto kagufo. So, therefore, the kavachomer, the kosher can labait, meaning for his. For his wife. So therefore, we understand that's a chil. If it's a chil for the rest of the family, Kavachomer should be Ishto. So my time to Rabbi Shimon Al-Azhar, because he understood Ish is referring to Ish, because Ish, because the Pasuk says, clearly it says, Ish celebrate. So Ish refers to Ish for Loisha. So this, she's completely, she's almost like a miut, if you like, from Pesach Sheini. Oh, what about Pesach Rishon? How do we know she's Tfeilel Ish? How do you know she's a Rishut? That's because, of, again, we've got Mishat Nefashot to include an Isha as part of Pesach Rishon. Yes. But it says in the Mishnah, Ein Ben Pesach Rishon, the Sheni, and it only gives a few differences and not the, the Nashim. It doesn't say anything about the women. Um, good question. I'm not sure. Perhaps that Shita, you can say Shita, that, that Mishnah is like Shita Rabbi Yossi, who said there is no difference. Uh, that's just the answer like, because what you oh. said is also the, the posuk he brings here is for Pesach Rishon yeah but the, the, the Rosh is possible to mean it's referring to Pesach Sheni 
Okay. Sorry? Yeah. The door is because the Chiyu of Pesach Rishon is learned from a different Pasuk, Mechsach Nefashot. This Pasuk, yeah. that even though the Patrick thinks it refers to Pesach Rishon, the door is to, to talk about the Chiyu of Pesach Sheni. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I hear what you're saying. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 Now, Mike Mekaymin Rabbanan Ish, what do Chachamim do with the word Ish then? Because Rabbi Shimon Mangalmi says Ish is to Mamad Isha from Pesach Sheni. What do Chachamim do with Ish? That's Pratlakatan. Now, what's very, really interesting is if you're saying Pratlakatan, why do we need a Pratlakatan? Katan's a Chayva Mitzvot. Why do we need a Pratlakatan? And here, this is, this is, a, this is a exciting because almost like every Bar Mitzvah boy who has a Bar Mitzvah during Sfata Omer will discuss this. And that is, we have a look, Ish Pratlakat, it's the Afag of the Katan Patumikal Mitzvot, it's Rikra, we need a Pasuk, Lemi Utei Heichet, the Higdil Ben Shtei Pesachim. In other words, a Bar Mitzvah, a boy who turns Bar Mitzvah between Pesach and Pesach Sheni, they understand Ish is coming to mind that individual who only became an Ish in between the two. Okay, because the Ish Pratlakatan is actually in the Pasuk Parishon, and that's the way the Tosfot explains it. Okay? And Oshmamina Mehad the land of Amor Pesach Rishon Reshud Pesach Sheni Eino Eino Oseklal or Matnitin the Tanina Hisuru Aitik Haytana and therefore when they sent them back he understands it's like the Haytana that says it's not a, it's not a not even a Reshud he understands the Mishnah the Eino Oseklal okay that's why he sent he sent he sent them back Amor Rebiona Vafilu Lamanda Amor Chova the Gemara says now no even according to the Shita that says. That it's a chova, meaning I have to explain what chova is here, because Rav Chaim explains that Rav Chova means a Pesach Rishon is a chova and Pesach Sheni Rishon. Okay, so what's the Havamina? Now, one understanding is they turned them around, which must be according to the Shita that says that Pesach, the Pesach uh, Sheni is not even a Rishon, it's nothing. That's why I turned around. They've got no share in this. Now the Gemara is saying that you could even say that our mission is like Shitat, Shitat Rebbe Meir, who says the Pesach Sheni is a Rishon. Because the Lashon of Chova means Pesach Rishon is a Chova and Pesach Shein is Rishon. That's what the Lashon of Chova is, yeah? Shnia Hisha Davar Mesuyam, Shem Yikva Hadavar Chova. What does it mean, Mesuyam? Because Yosef HaKohen, who came with his family, he was Adam Chashuv. That's, that's what means, Mesuyam. And the problem was that even though it was Rishut, if they see this big Chashuv Rav coming with his family and his wife and things like that, people think, oh, if he's doing it, it's a Chiyuv. I have to do it. And then every year people will assume the Halacha that it's a Chiyuv. So therefore we find sometimes that even though something's a Rishut, so that people don't get the misunderstanding, Davka, it's the Anashim Chashuvim that we say, you better not even take this up, take this on optionally because we don't want people to misunderstand. And the Gemara and then then explains. Therefore, the Mishnah could either be like, not just Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar that says, no, they're completely out of the parish of Pesach Sheni, but could even be like Rabbi Meir that says that Isha ben Pesach Sheni Rishut, nonetheless, because he was a Dan Chashuv, they didn't want people to miss to adopt the practice like a Chova, or assume it's a Chova. Okay, so let's continue. Okay, so let's continue. So we're going to bring further proofs that certain practices were forbidden from individuals or turned around out of, out of concern that people assume it's a chova, okay, when it's really okay. So the Mishnah says, Anchehat Svoim, they brought Bikrim Korim Latzeret before Shavuot. And it says in a Mishnah, Loki Blumen, we didn't accept it. Now, we've just seen the Mishnah, however, if someone does Bikurim, does bring Bikurim before Shavuot, it's okay. Mekablin. So, in other words, why then for these individual Anchehat Svoim, they, they turn them around? Once again, they must be, this probably will be in uh, respectable individuals. And 
And the concern was that if they accept it, people will think it's a chiyuv to bring it as early as possible. You know, so therefore they didn't accept the lucky blue Okay. So this is again, we saw in the Mishnah, it says the Mishnah in Tmura, says, I'll read it, that if you brought they could be offered. And so lechachil you shouldn't bring him chutzaretz. Vim came time and maluki blew it a bechorim benatitas. We saw in the Mishnah that the benatitas brought he brought his bechorot from chutzaretz and they didn't accept it. So again, why is that they didn't accept it when really be the evidence that brought to him you could offer it as a korban? So once again, shadavah masuyam shemikvad davalachovah. Because the concern is that they accept it from him, people would think it's a chiyuv to bring chutzaretz, and before long everyone's going to bring their bechorot from chutzaretz. Okay, finally, ariston evibikurav meapamia vikiblumimenu. So Ariston, he brought his Bikurim from Apanya from Surya and accepted it from him. Oh, but one second. It says in the Mishnah, a lot of being Truma, importantly Truma from Chutzaretz. And in that Mishnah, it says, Rebbe says, Shamati Beferush that I, brought, I heard, Shemivim Masuri, you can bring him from Surya. Mashma what? If Rebbe says, Shamati Beferush, you can bring him from Surya, that means Chachamim say, even from Surya, you're not allowed to bring Truma. Okay. So we see from that Mishnah, you're allowed to bring Truma from Surya, Bikurim, but our Mishnah, they accepted Bikurim. How does it go together? Why are we not accepting Truma, but we are accepting Bikurim from Surya? So the Gemara explains as follows, and we've learned this before. Abre Rashad, Bikurim, Bachriyota Bailim, Truma, Enum Bachriyota Bailim. What is Bachriyota Bailim? Bachriyota Bailim means it's responsibly on the Bailim to bring Bikurim to Shalim. That, if you live in Surya, you can't see, tell the Kom to come pick it up. You have to go deliver it. You have to take the shalim, bring the, bring the base mikdash with all the decorations and the fanfare that goes with it. However, when it comes to truma, they don't have to go and bring it to Eretz Yisrael. They don't have to go find the coin. The coinim come to them. They come to the goren and pick up their truma. Okay. Ah, so therefore, there's now based on that distinction, we're concerned. Im omer The concern is by truma. If they said you can bring it to Eretz Yisrael, that the coin or, or import it from Surya, the coinim would leave and go there. Okay, and then take it. Okay, um, and, uh, and the concern is vitmu ba eretz haamim, and the coin will become exactly, a- exactly. It would become tomei. It would become right. tomei once it goes to Chutzlar. And because of what goes eretz haamim on on Surya, what's interesting here, the uh, the Rosh really doesn't explain it that way. Koloma love mishum tumahu de gazur. It's not because of tumah, because I can go in a box and things like that. That way, the way that's why that's why Rebbe says you can bring it from Surya because they can go in a box. They can find ways of getting them not becoming tomei. However, they didn't want everyone to start moving and going to, to, to Surya to get their trauma, keep everyone in Eretz Israel. Um, and however, they have to bring it, so it's going to impact all the, uh, all the dynamics. Well, that was it. Tomorrow we'll uh, begin the next Mesech, the Mesech Orla. Okay. In all of these cases where we say a person would make the wrong uh, conclusion, the person would think the wrong thing, are we speaking about everybody or just speaking about Chaverim or just about Ameyaretz? I, I think in general, I think people will make the, make the wrong assumption. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I think you see this anyway. Like, as soon as a Rebbe does something, everyone will follow suit without knowing if it's a... Uh, and it becomes a chiyuv, right? Mm. Uh, so I don't think I don't think I don't think you have to assume that it's like the um, that it's only Amar Aretz are going to make mistakes. That could probably be the opposite. Right. Okay. Good.